The Application Security Podcast. Here we go. Welcome to the Application Security Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Romeo, and I want to welcome you to our inaugural episode of this new podcast. And we are about reaching new people, explaining the details, and leaving the echo chamber in the dust. And our, our focus is application security. We want to educate people about what these what application security is. We want to reach new people, those that don't necessarily have a background in it. And we want to teach them the details and, you know, kind of get out of that echo chamber. So, you know, our, our concept for the show is we want this to be security for developers, for testers, for managers, for product people, salespeople, even marketing people that are out there that want to have more of an understanding about this idea of application security. And so we'll do that by explaining the details and breaking them down in a way that anybody can understand. So you don't have to be part of the security elite to be a consumer of this podcast you just have to have an interest in security, and we'll help bring you along the way. We also want to get outside of the security echo chamber. So the echo chamber, this is the idea that security people just get together and talk to each other and constantly say the same things over and over again. So we want to break out of that. We want to reach those developers and testers and people that build stuff and help them under, understand application security. And one of the other things that we'll do is you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to interesting people that are out there in the world of application security. We'll deconstruct what makes them successful and the tools that they build and the processes and the things that they know about. And we'll, we'll ask them to share those insights and that knowledge that they have with you, our audience. And so I am with Robert Hurlbutt, who is the co-host of the Application Security Podcast. And Robert, how are you doing today? Great. Chris, how about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. And I think our audience would be very well served if we started out here by sharing our superhero origin stories. So every comic book starts in episode one with the origin story. How did the, how did the hero, where did they come from? How'd they get into this? So Robert, tell us a little bit about how you got into application security. Sure. Well, actually, I originally am a developer and I still do some development occasionally. I've been doing that for probably 20, 30 years now. About 12 years ago, though, I was... Um, Really interested. I was already interested in security in terms of some infrastructure, uh, some IT security, and, and and all those kinds of things. I knew that was there, firewalls, all that stuff when I was building applications. But I came across uh, a book that happened to come out about that time uh, by Gary McGraw on building security in, and I read that, and it was such an eye-opening uh, thing to say, "Oh, we really need to think about." the security in the application. Now, it wasn't that we never thought about you know, putting a password on a web page or anything like that, but um, his book was interesting in, in terms of talking about uh, the full picture of how does application security or thinking about security as you're developing software come into play throughout the entire life cycle of the developing the software and testing it and all those things. And so it was, uh, it was, it was good. And then from there, I just continued to be more and more interested in it and talk about it um, at conferences, user groups, things like that, and uh, helping clients more and more with uh, thinking about application security. 
Yeah, and I love the fact that you made the transition from developer to security person because I think that's such a crucial path for people. And a lot of times people come from the, you know, they, they, they get into security, they come from the system administration world or something like that, and they don't have that development background. So, you know, that's, that's great that you have that as, as a foundation of what you do. Yeah, I agree. And in fact, uh, that's one thing I think has really helped a lot, especially when I'm talking to developers is because I've been there. I know what they're experiencing. I, I know the, the ins and outs. And so I can talk about that as well as how do I think about security if I'm a developer and um, I can relate. Yeah, you speak their language. So that's that's definitely a very cool thing. And, you know, I, I kind of got into the world of security on accident in that uh, right out of college, uh, I left my first job and went down to Washington, D.C. to look for a, a new job. And I was at a job fair and I'm standing in line with about a 100 behind about a hundred people thinking this is going to take, you know, hundreds of hours for me to actually talk to anybody. And I look over to the left and I see a guy sitting in a room all by himself typing on his laptop. And he's got this, you know, this company names on the door. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go over here and talk to this guy and see what, you know, what, what, it, you know, just kill some time here. Cause I'm going to be here all day waiting to talk to the recruiters at the front of this, this event. And he, we, he and I, we got talking and he said, you know, they had a boutique security consulting firm, you know, before security was very cool. This is going back, you know, almost 20 years. And he said, you know, we're looking for a system administrator. Maybe we could have you come in and, you know, take care of our computers and networks and we'll see if we can grow you into something else. And so I had the opportunity to begin as a system administrator, but then also grow into, you know, a, a security professional because I had a lot of great people that were mentoring me and were teaching me. And, and that company was such a great experience because everybody was about mentoring and teaching other people. And there was no real, um, there was no real kind of attitude or anything that went with it. It was just about how do we bring everybody forward? Great! Wow, that's a that's a really nice story. I like that. Yeah, thanks. It's been a uh, it's a it's a great uh, it's been a great path for me to kind of get through that. And I think you and I we, we we have a unique perspective here because I'm coming from the world of system administration. You're coming from the world of development, and we both have our our own perspectives that we can share with our audience. So I think that's going to be it should lead to some interesting dialogue as we get further down the road. Absolutely, definitely. So a couple of things about uh, this app, the application security podcast. So uh, we're not we're not believe you know we're not people that think that podcasts should run on for six hours at a time. So we're going to keep this short. We're going to try to keep each episode to thirty minutes or less. Um, this is going to be family slash corporate friendly. So you know we want you to be able to play this in the car with, while your kids are riding with you and not have to worry about something you know inappropriate that we might say. Uh, we're not using any scripts here. This is live without a net, which is the most fun type of content to create, but we might stutter and stammer now and again, and that's okay too. Uh, we're not really big fans of the news breakdown, so you're not going to get a news breakdown in the world of application security episode from us. Um, we know a lot of other people are doing that. That's okay. Um, that's, that works for them. But for us, we want to focus in on, you know, a specific topic and really dive very deeply into it. So Robert, that, that takes us to our first foundational topic and we can kind of transition here because if we're going to be the application security podcast, we really need to explain what is application security to our audience. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that. Uh, so, you know, when we're thinking about application security, there are several pieces of it, if you will. Uh, there's the processes that we, we talk about, the different things that we do to, uh, you know, put in place policies and so forth. 
And then we also talk about uh, the tools that we may uh, use as well and, and the techniques uh, in order to write secure software. So that's one big aspect of all those kinds of things, policies and tools and techniques. Another is the people. <laughs> you can't do this uh, in a vacuum. You have to have the people who are involved and in, in understanding uh, from a security perspective what they're doing, the work they're doing and thinking about. Um, you know, that's always important as well. Yeah, I see. I see, you know, application security is much more about the people than it is about the, the technology, because, you know, you can you can have the best tools on Earth that are supposed to enable people to do things and make better decisions. But if the people don't have the right mindset and the right idea, then, you know, you, you, it's it's almost a losing battle at that point. You got to start with focusing on the people. Right. Because they're the ones who make the decisions, um, you know, determining if I have a tool great, but I need to know how to use the tool. And that's, again, a person doing that, making those decisions and and picking the right uh, techniques again. Uh, that's people doing that. Yeah. And, and you, you hit on a couple of points there. You know, when I think about the world of application security, um, I'm very program driven. It's just kind of my background. I'm very program and process driven, um, not process to the point of, you know, I don't do process just because just for the sake of doing process. But you know, I've seen the benefits and, and I think process is so closely tied to the world of application security through this thing that we call secure development life cycle. And secure development life cycle is the idea that you want to you wanna ship a product that has the best security embedded within it as possible. But to do that, you have to you have to do different security activities throughout the life cycle of that product. So when you first start to think about a uh, a, a new product, the average company what they're going to do is they're going to look at a series of requirements and say, you know, what what is the problem we're trying to solve, and then how are we going to write a list of requirements to to solve that problem? And so that's the first kind of phase of the secure development lifecycle is how do we add security requirements into that? And, and Robert, I know you're a big fan of the second phase, you know, the design phase. So what do you see as the, you know, the, the piece of that second phase in design that really ties application security together? Right. So once you have requirements and you're thinking about, okay, these are features, these are things that we need, how do I put it together? And that's, again, where design comes in. I'm a big fan, as you mentioned, of threat modeling. Uh, where I'm thinking about uh, the kinds of problems potentially, the ways attackers might look at the system, and then building accordingly, uh, putting in the controls appropriately and, and designing that way from the beginning, not later when, oh, okay, we found a problem, we better put it back in, uh, but instead try to think through those things, the security issues and so forth. That's, again, what threat modeling is doing so that uh, we have a blueprint, essentially. We're creating a blueprint for what our application is going to be. We haven't written a line of code yet. Uh, we're just trying to think about what is the design from a secure perspective of the features I want to put in place, and, and how do we go about that? Yeah, and then that takes us into the development phase, where you know, we, you've gone through the requirements, you've gone through the threat modeling, the secure design, and now you've got to sit at the keyboard and write some code. And so application security is also, you know, the secure coding angle of application security is very important. And by, when we say secure coding, we're talking about, you know, depending on the language that you're using, there are some things that you do or do not want to do. You know, for example, in the, in the um, C programming language, you have to be very careful that you don't use the wrong type of routines that don't 
you know, properly check the input that's coming into them. Uh, you know, with other languages, you might have, you know, frameworks or something that's helping, helping you do that. But the point is you have to be deliberate to ensure that you uh, have a secure coding approach and so that you ensure that you have the best code that comes out of there. So I think that's a, you know, the, the secure coding is a big part of application security as well. And then next, Robert, is the whole idea of testing. So how does testing come together in application security? Right. So once you have your product, you, you developed it, uh, you don't want to just ship it out and say, hey, let's just find out what happens. You want to know uh, beforehand and you want to be able to do that through testing. And that may involve your QA staff or other staff that may try. Um, basically, you know, most testers are going to go through and, and do your regular business process and flows and so forth. But when you're doing security testing, you're also thinking about some of the misuse cases. You're thinking about, well, what happens if I try to bypass this page? What, what, what happens? Or on a website, for example, or if I, uh, try to, uh, change a password, how does that work? Uh, so you're basically testing some of these security controls that you've designed, that you've now developed, and verify, are these doing what we expect? What happens during failure? Did it, did it react the way I expect? Does it give it more information than it should? Things like that. So that, that's what you're doing for, at least for security testing, is verifying that all the things that we planned, all the things that we developed, are working correctly, uh, as best we know, in, in terms of security. Yeah, and that takes us to our kind of our final phase of the secure development lifecycle, and that's the release phase, where we, you know, we're going to release whatever it is that we, you know, whatever it is that we've been working on here in this process. And, you know, the, the thing that I think is so important from a release perspective in relation to application security is once we've released the, the, the product or the web application or whatever it is we're putting out there, we have to have a, uh, a capability for if someone finds a problem with what what the software that we've created, they have to have an a, a interface or a way to talk back into you know into our organization. And a lot of times that's referred to as a P cert function. You know, product security incident response team is what a lot of a lot of big companies use these days. But I think that that is you know it's it's a crucial it's crucial to have that piece at the end as well where you are dealing with the release and your your giving people a way to let you know about security problems they might find. And I, so I think all of those things go together, you know, from the requirements to the design, to development, to testing, to release, all of those things go together to make up that life cycle of security. But I think of application security as being an umbrella that captures all of those pieces underneath it. Right. That makes sense to me. I mean, that's what we're trying to do is uh, understand and think about all the potential security issues here and how can we, yeah, how can we capture? And so, you know, the whole life cycle is all about that. And, um, I, you know, I like it. I think it makes sense that, especially, uh, like I said, if you, if you're doing all these things, focusing on how can we make this product secure all the way through, not at the end. And that's what sometimes happens is that, okay, well, you know, now we built everything. Now let's go and run a penetration test or something like that. And if you haven't thought about security from the beginning, then um, you may find more problems than it's going to be worth to try to go fix. I mean, the resources and all that increase, obviously, as you uh, go further down and have not address these issues. So the whole life cycle and the whole, uh, you know, looking at application security from the beginning uh, is really important. And just like what you were talking about. 
And that's the uh, that idea of building security in. You know, there's a couple different places that that idea has been publicized on the internet over the last you know decade or, or even more. But the idea with building security in is that you know you've got this life cycle that you're going to go through to create your products, and so it's just it's going to be cheaper in the long run to to build that security, to do those security activities earlier in the process than to wait until after you ship the product out and then, you know, you've discovered there's all these different security problems that exist in it. And now you have to go back to the requirements phase and you have to go back to design and you have to fix the the problems that exist, but you have to do it at every phase along the way. Whereas if you apply the, the principles of building security in, you're looking for those security problems during requirements, during design, during the time that you're developing writing code. And then test is just confirming all the other work that you've done and put forward, you know, into into doing that process. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the other things I think we can we can think about that, you know, those people that are new to application security, they may be confused as to, you know, we have application security, we have information security, we have cybersecurity, that word that everybody in the security profession loves so much. Um, so, Robert, from your perspective, then, let's start by talking about application security versus information security. And it's not like we're having a football game or a soccer match or something. Um, but, you know, what, what is the difference between application security and information security from your perspective? Well, to me, I think of uh, application security as we've been talking about that uh, the product life cycle where you're building software, you're building a service, you're building something uh, that um, people are going to be using. And uh, it's, you know, it involves, again, development and things like that. Information security, on the other hand, uh, to me, usually relates to IT security, infrastructure security. So that may involve uh, what do you have on the outside, the peripheral for your network, for example, appliances, uh, routers, uh, firewalls, things like that. So that's what I think of uh, most people when they're thinking about information security. They're thinking about how do I protect the network? When I'm thinking about application security, we're talking about how do I protect my applications or my software and products that I'm delivering. Yeah. And one of the distinctions that I make between that is, you know, I, I used to work at a big tech company for 10 years and I was part of the application security team there. And at that company, we had a very specific separate information security department. And so I always thought of it like this. The information security department was responsible for protecting the networks and the infrastructure of the company. So they were the guardians of the gate. They they watched all the you know entry points into the network. They managed the firewalls. They did the incident response, you know, as it related to people trying to to attack and you know compromise different you know services or you know servers or workstations or things within the network. But the application security side, our focus was watching over and ensuring that those things that the company built and sold to our customers had security built into them. So we were almost an inward-facing group that was focused on our end customer being those people that are the recipients of the products that our company built. And the information security department was focused on watching that, you know, the overall network. And like you said, all the infrastructure that goes into running the business or running the company. And they're responsible for reducing the risk of, of those type of networks. Right, exactly. So just like you said, they're the ones who are focused on in information security. 
protecting the network, making sure that uh, we know what's going across, packets, things like that, um, getting from one place to the other versus the products that are actually running. And in fact, you know, we talk about uh, a very good distinction is uh, if you think about a website, I may have a way to get to the website, but then once you're in that website, you're running an application. So to get there and to send my messages and so forth, that's going over the network, two different things. And and so that's what we're trying to talk about is how do you protect both? Uh, One's not more important than the other, but they certainly are both important. And uh, we need to focus on, on, on both. Yeah. And then we, we have this idea of cybersecurity, right, is this word that gets thrown around all over the place. So when you hear cybersecurity, what do you think of? Well, I think of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great term. And, uh, you know, everybody thinks about that. At least I think uh, what most people think about is, uh, you know, the attacker out there somewhere uh, in a you know, some country who's, who's trying to get at everybody and he's attacking not through, um, you know, weapons, uh, you know, bullets and so forth, but instead through computers because that's where we're connected. Everyone's connected by computers. And so they understand, most people understand that uh, that's a new way of attacking is by using a computer. And so that's typically related to cyber security. Yeah, and I think, you know, cybersecurity is the word that you hear a lot on television and you hear a lot of it coming out of Washington, D.C. here in the United States. You know, it's it's the word that that they use to describe, you know, nation states attacking us. And, you know, it's it's like you like you said, it is a lot of it. You know, it is a marketing kind of term. But, I, I, you know, we, we, we just have to realize it's it's a term that's here to stay. We're not going to get rid of it. So, you know, I think of cybersecurity as you know, well, I used to use the word security by itself to mean, you know, everything that existed within, you know, application security, information security. And I think that given the way that our, you know, our, our culture is using this word now, that cybersecurity is now the umbrella that every other, you know, security related function or job type or, you know, project, they kind of all fit underneath that cybersecurity moniker. Well, yeah. In fact, this is a funny thing. I've said before, I work in security and they look at me and say, are you a guard somewhere? (laughs) So I think that's another part of why we say cybersecurity because instantly, uh, maybe not everyone would know what information security means, application security means, but cyber, again, they think about computers. They think, oh, okay, or the internet. Is that, that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good it's a good way to connect with those people that really don't necessarily understand what it is that we do. Uh, but it's it's okay. You know, it gives them a term that they a, a term in their vocabulary that allows them to understand and define what we do as professionals. So, you know, I'm okay with it. Right. <laughs> so Another question that always comes up when people are talking about application security is, why do I even need to care about this whole application security thing? You know, I mean, we've got firewalls, we've got SSL slash TLS, we've got encryption protecting our traffic as it flows back and forth between our users and our servers. You know, why do we need to care about application security? Well, I think the number one reason why is it's in the news. Uh, I think almost every day these days we're, we're hearing something, uh, one more story about a breach of some sort, some kind of data breach, credit card stolen, uh, personal information st- stolen. 
uh, or accessed um, information about our you know passwords and our other health information, for example. All kinds of stories like that uh, keep coming out in the news, almost to the point where we're almost uh, numb to it because, oh, it's another one. Here's another company. But really, all of that has to do with, typically, is application security because, again, application security is relating to the software that was written and the applications that were written. It also relates to how uh, that software was configured, perhaps. There may be a misconfiguration, which happens often. It also relates to the data, you know, all these uh, bits of software, all the applications we use, the websites, the applications we use on our phone. They're collecting data, and it's stored somewhere. You know, anything we put in there into an app is stored somewhere. So there's that data protection issue and privacy about, you know, what is it we're doing on the Internet or what is it we're doing with our applications? All those things relate to application security. And so that's why, you know, that's why it's so important is that we want to uh, be thinking about this and, and come up with good solutions and ways to try to minimize the problems that we're seeing in the news about security. Yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned data breaches there and, you know, you can't, you can't think about a data breach without tying that back to application security, because let's face it, you know, data breaches happen for one of two primary reasons. Okay. The first primary reason is somebody left a laptop, USB drive, external hard drive, printout, you know, something that has data contained within it. They left it in an insecure area like the trunk of their car, the backseat of their car, the hood of their car, wherever they put it, right? So that's one place where it's easy to understand how that data was breached and lost. The other primary reason why data is breached and, and stolen from databases is because of application security vulnerabilities. You know, you don't really go after a given application, you don't go after a website to try to attack it these days and focus on the infrastructure layer and, you know, are they leaving any ports open? You know, is there any chance that I can find a uh, telnet open and, you know, telnet access or even SSH access from the outside to a, a server, you know, that's in their, their DMZ, uh, for example? You know, that's not going to exist. The, the pathway to compromise a, a web application and to, to get to that data that is so valuable to the attacker is going to be through using an application layer attack. It's going to be profiling their web application and looking for a vulnerability that they have in that web application and using that to then dump data, you know, pull data out of their database and steal it. Right. And, you know, there are a lot of common uh, vulnerabilities, as you mentioned, that are known. Uh, we've seen there's some lists out there that talk about you know various uh, vulnerabilities, various problems that you might have. For example, if you're building a web application or a mobile application or any other kind of application, those are well known. And the interesting thing about it is, as as well known as some of those are, we still see those problems. And, and in fact, a lot of the data breaches, as we mentioned. If you look at the root cause, or you look at, you know, how did this happen? You'll find that many times it's those vulnerabilities that we already know about, but somebody missed. And so you know, the information's there, but we're, we're still working on trying to make sure that everybody understands it's the basics that we need to, to cover and, and, and make sure that, you know, we're writing that secure software using those good principles. Yeah, and, and I'll mention one of those top 10 lists because it's the most famous one out there, right? And it's, you know, those people that are that are now looking around and thinking about the application security world that we've been talking about here, 
If you go and look up the OWASP, O-W-A-S-P, top 10. The OWASP top 10 has been in existence for more than a decade, and it's the 10 most prevalent vulnerabilities, web application vulnerabilities that can be found in, you know, the majority of web applications as they're deployed these days. So if you're interested in diving deeper, and we'll cover the the details of the OWASP top 10 on, on, on future episodes of the podcast here, but if you want to go dive deeper now because your interest has been piqued, I'd recommend that you go and check out the OWASP top 10 and, and read that document in preparation for studying on with us further in the future. Definitely. So a couple of key takeaways I just want to use to wrap us up here. Uh, the first one is when we're talking about application security, you know, I want our listeners to remember application security is foundational to what you're doing. And we talked about how application security works together with the secure development lifecycle as a process to be able to ensure that security is built into everything that you do. We talked about how requirements and design and development and testing and release those things all come together. Um, application security is the foundation, though, that builds secure products for your the things that you provide to your customers. I think you're going to find as you dive deeper into it that it is a worthy investment. It's something that your customer base wants you to do. And just remember that application security, as you're beginning your journey into it here, it's a people issue and it's supported by the tools that we use along the way. So, Robert, as we're wrapping up here, any last-minute thoughts you want to share with the audience about application security? Well, I was going to say, or thinking just a moment ago, you know, it's a, it's a great time to be in this field. It's a great time to be thinking about this because, one, the opportunities. Uh, we need more people to be thinking about this. We need developers. We need system administrators to be thinking about application security because it is so critical that we get this right. And so, uh, to me, it's just exciting on the one hand, it's also a little bit scary that, uh, you know, there's so much data out there. There's so many opportunities potentially for attackers. So we've got a lot of work to do, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great time to do it. So I, I'm, I'm really uh, glad for this podcast to be able to reach out to some more people, get them interested, get them started and start thinking about, you know, what can we do, uh, to, to, you know, build out some good applications that are secure. Yeah, that's a great way to end our, our first episode here, Robert, by letting the audience know that if you stick around with us, we're going to take you through the process of application security. We're going to take you through the details and we're going to dive a lot deeper into this as we go. And we just hope that you'll stick with us and, and learn along with us. Uh, we thank you for listening to the first episode of the Application Security Podcast uh, for Robert and myself, Chris Romeo. Uh, we want to thank you for listening, and we want to just let you know you can catch us on Twitter at AppSec Podcast. So if you have questions, comments, flames, anything you want to offer to us, we ask, hey, hit us up on Twitter. We'll be happy to continue the dialogue there. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Application Security Podcast. Our intro music is 8-Bit Kung Fu by Boring and TJ, and the outro is Southern Delight by Stefan Kartenberg. You can find us on Twitter at AppSecPodcast or on the web at www.appsecpodcast.org.